Hey guys, you know what's really nice this time of year? What? Gifts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you like gifts? Like G I F GIF? No. Oh. Not that not that Oh, like gift with a T. Oh, like, yeah. You're lucky because we have something for you. Our new sponsor, Deep Creek Glassworks. So you can get ornaments. They have customizable colors and um Shapes. pattern options. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much great gifts for anybody. If you want like a Pollyanna, Secret Santa, something Ooh. for the family. As an extra bonus to our listeners, you can get 10% off of your purchase by using the promo code SUPERFUN when you go to their website. That's Deep Creek Glassworks, W-O-R-X dot Etsy dot com. Welcome back for another episode of Superfun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Superfun Podcast. Twitter.com slash Superfun Podcast. Patreon.com slash SuperFunPodcast. Instagram at SuperFunPodcastGo. iTunes at SuperFunGameReviewPodcastGo. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of SuperFun Game Review Podcast Go! Tonight, we are going to be reviewing... Metal Gear Survive. Metal Gear Survive. Can the franchise survive without Kojima? No, we can't! To my left, I have Harry. Wish I would have taken the blue pill. Across from me is Steve. He needs a wheelchair. His legs don't work. (laughs) (laughs) To my right, Ralph. Call me good luck. Um, uh, What? (laughs) And I will be the host tonight... Dread Dust, Clark. <laughs> dandruff. <laughs> Dread Dandruff, Clark. <laughs> so, uh, let's get into initial impressions. Harry, go. Ugh, uh... <laughs> Ugh, all right, Steve, go. <laughs> well, but before uh, we opened up that package, uh, by the way, thanks, Bob. This is uh, thanks, yeah, Bob. This is Bob's. This is all thanks to Bob. No, we Bob. Say. No, this is a gift of hate. And this was Bob. Joe and Kai that kind of collaborated. Oh, yeah, on this, this is the this is oh, the yes. collaboration. So you know what? Thank thank you everyone. Our, our Patreon has thank you. risen up against us. They have <laughs> which, like a, like a rogue. I am all um, about the community, but Fox. It, you you guys won. Okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, never ever heard of this game. Period. And then I'm like, oh, different Metal Gear. Look at the box. I'm like, mm, yeah. Not not what I was expecting. There you go. I, I watched the trailer a couple times before I actually played this game. doesn't really represent what this game is. No, not no? at all. <laughs> not at all. That trailer is very misleading. Because I saw the trailer and I suggested that when this game came out, we review it and do a bunch of Twitch stuff with it. You did, I remember. I Yeah, and boy, I am so glad we didn't do that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Good call, Clark. Uh, initial impression, didn't want to look at this game, knew knew what was going on, knew that this was basically uh, Kojima's baby being... Bastardized? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I wanted nothing to do with this game. Um, I felt dirty after I bought it, because I walked into a store, I laid my money down, and I said, I need Metal Gear Survive. And they said, oh, dude... You should leave, and I said I can't. It's like I know I'm contractually obligated. Thanks to <laughs> thanks to my my wonderful friend Bob. Yeah, I I never would have played this. I never would have bought it. I, I probably would, if I saw the 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 case like sitting on the rack, I probably would have knocked it off the shelf and, and kept walking. <laughs> no. Yeah, I um I 
really tried to go into this with an open mind. Um, I like I said, I suggested that we play it when it came out. Whew. I'm really glad I didn't spend forty dollars on this. I managed to spend like I think twelve. It was on sale on the PSN, <sighs> and uh, I have a digital copy, so I can't break the disc. Thought about snapping my hard drive. <laughs> that would do it. Fun fact. <laughs> now you just hurt yourself. Fun fact. I'm just going to throw this out there. I was in a party chat last night with Harry when I beat the game. And I was like, oh, boy. And then as soon as like the, the last two <laughs> fucking. Like, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, boy, I beat it. And I was relieved that I beat the game. Of course. <laughs> Not happy. Just relieved that I didn't have to ever touch this. Literally, as I was talking to Harry, I exited the game and uninstalled it immediately. Like I was like, I beat it, I'm done, and deleted it off my hard drive, and I will <laughs> never ever download that. I wish I could make it not show up in my library. Yeah, hmm. that deleted existence. Yes. <laughs> Delete the trophies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want these. Take them back. I don't want the credit for these. <laughs> I don't want these. No. So yeah, it was uh, an experience. And here we go. So we're gonna take the franchise. And we're going to take something really popular, like, what, what's popular nowadays? Oh, yeah, those survival games. We're going to put them in a blender. And we're going to use all the old assets from Metal Gear 5. We're going to use some of the cutscenes from Ground Zeroes. We're just going to throw it all in, and everyone's going to love it, and it's going to be a big hit. What do you guys think? Well, sir, I, sir I, you I, forgot one thing. I took this giant shit in the toilet. Can we throw that in the blender, too? Absolutely. Mix it up. Give it a nice, a nice runny brown. Uh, and throw some dust in there, too. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> I'll talk about this more when we get the gameplay and, like, really break it down. But this game is seriously having an identity crisis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have an identity. No. Well, it, that's, that's why I said why it's a crisis. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's, let's uh, move into development. Let's do it. Game development. I have a few little tidbits about the game. Like, like Ralph alluded to, Kojima did not make this game. Uh, he originally was trying to to make this type of game. He wasn't sure what he wanted to do, if he wanted to do Metal Gear 6 or what what was going on. And Konami pretty much cut all of his funding and started making him like fire people, get rid of his production company from Konami. And they started distancing themselves and they started taking him off all of the information for their websites. And his they, name was removed from, like, directed by, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. They started, like, really, like, removing him, distancing him from the company. He took about a year off of, like, um, paid leave. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, on, he, like, took, a he took, like, a year hiatus where he wasn't allowed to talk to the media. That was, like, his contractual obligation. Put him on, like, a cease and desist, like, her. Like yeah, a, like pretty much. NDA so he, like, thing. did a lot of traveling and stuff like that. And, like, um, so cut to him coming back. He comes back for a week and then pretty much is fired from Konami. And that essentially destroys Konami's credibility with the fan bases. Oh, yeah. Because not only that, he came back and they were like, no more Silent Hills. PT is done. We're taking it off of PSN so no one can experience right, that anymore. Yeah. Yep. Um, and no more Metal Gears. They sell all the licenses to make pachinko machines. And Kojima leaves. With Kojima... Almost a third of their development group leaves as well with Kojima yep. to start Kojima Productions. Flash forward a little bit, this game comes out, and it's immediately met with tons of criticism. It's like pretty much abandoned right off the bat. When you log into the game now, it says end of regular service. It's like one of the first notifications that you right. get. Yeah. It says they're not doing maintenance on it, and that's dated back almost six months. That was the last <laughs> time the game was even updated. Um, and then you see... 
you hear about this Easter egg, and I, it, I thought the Easter egg was amazing. The people that didn't leave with Kojima, but have now since joined Koji Productions, they put in this manifesto in the beginning of the game, the, there's, there's this guy that's like has this manifesto, and if you take the first letter of every name on this manifesto, it says Koji Productions for Life. <laughs> no kidding. Yep. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. wow. And those are the same people that left. The Some of the artists, the designers, and the, uh, no, the developer, the, the main producer of the game is still at Konami, I believe. But everybody else fucking left. That's well, fucking I saw fantastic. The, I was curious about the guy that actually directed it, and he doesn't have like a wiki, a wiki page or anything, and, and, and I don't know anything about him. I'd never heard of him. Uh, none of these names register. So, I mean, I got to say, I think about that opportunity, right? Uh, if you're we're working at Konami, you probably admire Kojima. Every, all this shit happens. And someone says, hey, we want you to helm this game. Like, what do you do with that? Like, do you say, absolutely not. Like, you know, that's Kojima's work. I'm going to step down. Or do you say, they're like, hey, we'll give you a raise. We'll do whatever. And he's like, do you do, you do it out of obligation? Do you think this could be my big chance to make something, you know, significant? I just I feel bad for the, these people, but it's sort of like with Duck Dynasty in Activision, you know, I feel bad for them, but at the same time, it's like you know, fuck you, like I I don't want anything to do with with what with for, what you've yeah, done. Yeah, this is what you're going to work on, or you're just not going to work at all. You pick. I mean, think of think of all the tools and assets that you're given to make to like basically to do whatever you want with the Metal Gear Solid Five files, and this is what they come up with. So. Uh, two interesting tidbits about that. One, Konami executives and their board of directors and directly, their cigars. Yeah, they directly oversaw the making of this game, which is unheard of by video game standards, mm-hmm. unless it's like Nintendo. But like Nintendo, all of their board of directors is pretty much, you know, the higher ups. Yeah. And they specifically oversee, you know, certain aspects of the game being done because they're all ex devs and things like that. So the guy that directed this game, I remember reading somewhere, it was the sixth person that they asked to direct the game. Oh, wow. Shit. Five people in their development group, they asked like the higher-ups, supervisors, things like that. All of them turned it down, and three of them, after being asked it, left Konami because they were like, I chose not to do this. I just signed my death warrant here, so I'm going to leave. Yep. And are now part of Kojima Productions. I just Death Stranding. What sparked the whole Kojima and, and Konami problem in the the first place? We don't like, really know. Yeah, so um, he he won't be able to directly speak about it for another two years, and he are he has like alluded to that he has something like a little pamphlet or a book that he's going to put out. Oh, once his NDA is up. Oh, okay. really? And that'll be fascinating. I'll, I'll definitely pick... If it's translated to English, I'll pick that up. They were saying that he... Um, like it's, it's like third-hand information, but essentially he wanted to make another game. He didn't want to make another Metal Gear game. They were pushing him to make another Metal Gear game. He's like, but I made PT, and I want to do another Silent Hill. He's like, I want to return to Silent Hill and bring it back to 1 and 2, which I had uh, crafted. Mm-hmm. And also, here's my friend Norman Reedus. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and, and, and oh, Norman, Norman Reedus. And apparently he was asking for too much money, and Konami like 
really pushed back hard on it where they cut funding to other projects of his that he had going on. Like, that's how bad. He asked for money to make Silent Hill. They pushed back real hard and cut funding of other projects to, like, spite him for asking for more money that's to develop a, dick a game. move. Yeah, well, so it's it's also famously quoted that uh, Metal Gear Solid Five was the highest production rate uh, that any producer had ever been given by the company like he set he set a really bad precedent with metal gear 5 it took extra time to make and stuff like that and it shipped unfinished yeah yeah it shipped unfinished i do want to say i think i kind of understand what probably was going on because kojima has wanted to step down from metal gear for a long time Mm -hmm. yep like i don't think he wanted to even do three or four or five, so he wanted he wanted basically he's like this is my last game this is my last game and, and Konami's just like hey make another one make another one make another one, so it makes sense that they would part ways just the way that it was done was yeah. just so bad I think what happened was five needed more time it probably needed it needed a, de- a delay, and they were like absolutely not we are not delaying this game you know we're we're in the red for for years now it's got to come out and Kojima's like. It's not done. Well, like, so yeah, so they started removing him from Metal Gear Solid Five stuff, like right, right. like like some of that stuff. Like Kojima didn't get credit for parts of Metal Gear Five because he's also not the person that finished the game as the producer of it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, that that's so. when he took his year hiatus. The game came out while he was on his hiatus, and people wanted to interview him about it because like there are some very incredible parts. Of Metal Gear 5 and there's some very innovative things that were done in Metal Gear 5 like the social aspects and things like that I thought that oh, was like really the trying to um, remove all the nukes from the yeah from remove the world all the and everything from the world thing yeah but then also at the same token you've got quiet in kinky garb doing stuff he was yeah that that's another thing he was quoted as saying that he was told to push sex more sex and um, video games no, so I don't. I I honestly. I kind of thought that was like pure Kojima. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it was that that much Kojima. It could All be, right. uh, okay. honestly, but you know, Kojima's more into the weird, less into the sexy stuff. I think. I think Clark knows about his his taste. <laughs> I didn't know this. No, Go no, on. no, no. Seriously, like, like you, you can. Uh, have you ever like? He's read, into like, stepsisters. Des- no, have you ever read like the design docs for any of the original Metal Gears and stuff like that? I'll admit I haven't. Some of his some of his female concepts that were not used in the game were less sexy than what they turned out to be. They originally okay, okay, so okay. so like he had to fight for boss to be not showing cleavage. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so she's he, not she's not hypersexualized. That's true. No, she's not hypersexualized. Hmm. She's supposed to be a strong female lead and that's what she is. Yeah. yeah. And so, so anyway, that's that's getting too much into. We Metal are, Gear we are, we're in, the, we're, in the, like, we're in those sticks. I here. didn't want to make this like a Kojima Metal Gear thing, thing, but um, yeah, Konami did Kojima dirty as fuck, exactly. And I love that Sony reached out to him once he was done his NDA and was like, "Look, we have all the resources Konami doesn't have. Take as long as you want. Make the game." will keep funding you. Yeah. Flash he, forward like four years. Yeah, flash forward <laughs> like four years and he's put out some of the craziest fucking trailers I've ever seen in my goddamn life. And no gameplay. And no game. Well, no, there's some gameplay out now. <laughs> oh, okay. There's some gameplay out now. Uh, it's mostly Norman Reedus running, but you know, <laughs> that's, that's all it is. I'm, exci- I'm, I'm stupid excited for Death Stranding. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm a little leery. I don't know. 
Oh, I, I, I'll buy it, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I'm not hyper excited. From for the it. time the first trailer was in it, I was very active on the Death Stranding subreddit in oh, yeah. trying to decode certain things, and I found. Uh, I'll, I'll buy you the Bionic Woman uh, box set, okay? And you can no, watch that. It'll no, be, so you know, prepare so, for the show. So like. There was there was a bunch of stuff between the first trailer and the song that he did, and I did a deep dive on that band, and I found a, like a demo version of their fucking like music video that has some of the same like oil and stuff dripping all over somebody, and I posted it in the subreddit, and turned come to find out that. Uh, during like that year travel that Kojima was on, he was with the band and was talking to them, which is when they made the cut this video. He liked the video so much that he used it in the trailer, and it's not the official music video huh. that the band uses for the. Mo- it's just like some real yeah. weird, crazy shit. I went down a fucking rabbit hole. It sounds apparently like you did because I was fucking like I'm still just was it like, a wormhole. You, no, 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 fuck it. No. I see the reference. I don't um, like it, but I see it. You, you'll see the reference. So anyway, let's get into this fucking game. Can we not? Can we really not? Please. <laughs> we have to. Please, no more. So. We have okay. to. Thanks, I've Bob. had enough Konami. Again, thanks, Bob. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, crew. Kai Bob. and Joe. And thanks, guys. You will soon meet my fist. You, oh, wow. at, at, at your right, door when I knock to yeah, say hello. That's, that's kinky. <laughs> no, no, Yeah, no. Bob, look out for Ralph's fist. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it is like Fist of North Star, except shorter and less stars. More stubby. Kind of like Chode. Less, less stars. <laughs> Chodey fist. Fist of the one star. <laughs> <laughs> let's, well, let's move on. <laughs> story. All right, guys. So story. Um, detail. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, detail. Dun, dun. Um, I'm just going to do a quick recap of the story. So, uh, pretty much, pretty much, you survive the attack on Mother Base in on Earth. Your arm gets chopped off. You get it replaced with the detay or the dust fucking remnant crystal thing. It like regrows your hand. Uh, good luck sends you to detay on a mission. You get there. You realize how th- fucked up things are. You meet Chris. You take Chris back to the base. Uh, oh, no, uh, Reeve. Oh, yeah, Reeve. Sorry, Reeve. Wait, is uh, that the joke? What? Is Christopher Reeve or something? No. 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 <laughs> okay. So, you, so you, you meet Reeve. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, sorry. It's so, just not the wheelchair. <laughs> <Are> we- <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so you meet Reeve. You meet Virgil, which is the talking AI that has two personalities. Yep. You, so then you start like you get ga- you start gathering remnants of the Karen core. The Karen core was there before you. Um, you're like grabbing uh, uh, files, discs. No, it's not. No, uh, the like, the memory uploads. memory boards, memory boards. Yeah, memory boards. All oh, right, because it's a pseudo 1974 ish. Nope, 75. No. no. Well, what I mean is Ground Zeroes is set in 75, and and five is set in 1984. Uh, this is the. Uh, it, there's a talking AI. No, I know, I, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's the technology <clears throat> is is like you're uploading it's pseudo it into technology. A, you're, up, yeah. you're uploading it into a, a an device. iPad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're going and getting these fucking memory, memory boards. boards, and you're uploading them into your device, and you're kind of like expanding your little base. Uh, you meet a few other survivors. There's a nurse. There's Chris who needs a wheelchair. You have to rebuild his wheelchair. You start to realize that, like, a bunch of the Karen Corps are dead with, like, bullet holes in their head as you, like, oh. find the bodies and shit. They weren't, like, eaten by a zombie? No. no. So you continue on, and 
you eventually you meet the Lord of Dust. The Lord of Dust is like this giant fucking creature out in the dust and controls the the it's it's like a hive mind. So then you realize that like oh all the dust fucking guys, all the zombies are controlled by the Lord of Dust. They're like a big hive mind. The Lord of Dust. Yep. You go, you go out into stupid. Yes, and then you go out into the dust to get uh, memory boards and shit like that. Do they play oldies on the dust? Yeah, they might. <laughs> um, and oh, what was next? You basically have to build. Africa? You you find yeah, a, a broken you, Metal Gear and have well, to. No, re- the, well, no, there's a little bit before that. Like you're you're trying to create a wormhole to go. Yes, back Yes, you're trying yeah. to create a wormhole to go back home. You create the wormhole to go back home. The Lord Dust shows up at Mother Base, chases you through the wormhole. Here you find out that Good Luck tricked you, and Virgil set the the wormhole to go to the Africa portion of DT. Oh no! You mean Good Luck is a bad guy? No. So Good Luck tells you, "Hey, I want you to destroy the Lord of Dust. It's the only way that we have to that we can survive this. You need to rekindle the Lord of Flame du- too. No, the Lord of Dust is trying to break back into Earth. It's trying to go through a wormhole to get back to Earth." So you rescue this guy named Seth. He His names. So you so you rescue Seth. He's acting really weird, and he's like, "Oh yeah, there's this weapon that you can go get." So you go and you find out it's a broken fucking Metal Gear. What big reveal? Oh, Whoa. Dun, dun, dun. Like a, it's the only time they use like really music, like oh. as a music cue. They're like dun 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 dun. You're like standing in front of this broken down fucking Metal Gear. Oh, we'll like, get to music. Yeah. So you activate the wormhole digger, you pull half of the Metal Gear back to um, Mother Base, and then here comes the big turn. Seth is part fucking dust. (gasps) Just like you, the captain, he grabs Chris and goes back to Mother Base. You go back to Mother Base, you fight him, you kill him, and then you're like, all right, well, we have to... Prepare for the Lord of Dust, and everyone is now on a 12-day timer. Lord of Dust is going to show up in 12 days. You're going to die in 12 days. Virgil's going to die in 12 days, which is the AI computer. Interesting. Because the the dust is in everything. Mm -hmm. Of course. And the dust, and here's another big reveal, the dust is what happens when nanomachines finally degrade. Uh, yes, so they, so they bring in the nano machines. You can't see my eye roll, listeners, but my eyes are rolling hard. I heard yeah, it. it. I could hear the crust, just the dust in my eyes. <laughs> yes, the oh, dust in oh, your oh, eyes. Oh, oh. Um, so you go, you fight the Lord of Dust. Well, before that, you set like you start opening the portal again, and you send Chris through. Yeah, uh, yeah, you send Chris through the portal. Because they open it up to try to get people out before, but everybody was like, no, we got to stand and fight together. Yeah, we, got, yeah, we have to stand and fight together. We can't roll and fight together. Cause, Send Chris. Because originally Virgil was going to stay behind and fight it itself, and it was like, oh, I have like a 9.6% probability of winning. And everyone's like, all right, let's all stay behind. And then Reeve has like the dumbest line ever where he's like, oh, no, no wait, hold on. And then they finally, <laughs> they're like, let's do recalculations. Now we have a 99.6% chance oh of winning. Oh, my God. And then, and then, then he, Reeve's like, all right, I'll stay too. Let's make it a hundred percent. It's like okay. Yeah. I was like Jesus. So you fight the Lord of Dust and you shoot it with the railgun, and then it fucking reattaches itself. And then here's the biggest reveal of the game. Oh, wait, hold on, wait. Yep, on the edge of my seat. You go back 
and Virgil stops you from running into the teleport or running into the wormhole because everyone runs back to the wormhole to like look to see what happens because the Lord of Dust reanimates and then opens up a wormhole and you can see like New York City oh. on the other side of it. So he's going to try to pull oh. New York into detail. Virgil stops everyone from going up to like get a closer look and good luck comes back on. Good luck's dead at this point. Good, good luck killed himself. Um, there's, oh, nice. yeah, there's another voice that comes sorry before you go to Africa there's another voice that comes through his name's Groon and he's like oh yeah just come through the fucking wormhole everything will be fine um, <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> ew Jesus. you alright it's the dust, it's, a little dust. <laughs> it's dusty in here alright so you find out that good luck killed himself and little uh, bitch. that all of this stuff is like post-mortem all of his like uh, all of his pre-recorded messages and then it, but we cut, saw him in cutscenes. It's all pre-recorded. Okay, okay. So you're standing there. Virgil, good luck is talking to you through Virgil, as pre-recorded. And then he's like, "Reeve, I'm sorry I couldn't save you guys." And he's like, "What?" And so the big reveal is that good luck is Chris, who you sent back through the wormhole like literally five minutes ago. When you sent him back through the wormhole, it actually took him back to fucking 1942. And the USS Eldritch, which was the Philadelphia experiment, which is oh, actually a thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, I know. He comes it. through the fucking wormhole. Chris comes through the wormhole, develops all of this stuff, and he's like, hey, I'm trying to help you guys. So, yeah. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, so Chris is good luck, um, who didn't need a wheelchair, by the way. Um, what? what? So, yeah, Chris ends up being good luck, and he's like, I'm sorry I couldn't save you guys. This is our one last chance. I'm going to sacrifice Virgil. Virgil goes into the Lord of Dust, and then you have to fire the oh, fucking... Hold on. There's a reason Virgil has to go in, because the banana machines don't understand what... Oh, my what... God, yes. They don't oh, understand fuck. what death is. <laughs> so the so Virgil needs to go uh, teach them the concept of death so that you can actually kill it. The nanomachines can't death. die because they don't understand the concept of death. <laughs> What? They equate it to a fly flies because it just knows how to do it. it like, it, yeah, like it nanomachines so are ones dumb. and zeros, and to but die they don't, is just be zeros. They they don't understand the concept of death, so they can't die. So when you shoot the Lord of Dust the first time, it doesn't die. So then you go in and you fucking shoot where Virgil went into the fucking Lord of Dust, which is his mouth, and then Lord of Dust fucking finally dies, crystallizes, and fucking keels over. Roll fucking credits. <laughs> wow. Hard stop, roll fucking credits. Oh wow. God. So, then, after the credits, you see the... You see... You're, the you're, sta you're standing over there, and you're, like, looking over where the spot where Virgil was. Virgil flies back in, and he's like, oh, I'm all good, so you can continue playing this game now that you've beaten the main story. Blah, 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 blah. And then it goes into uh, another fucking hard stop cutscene or uh, credits credit roll, and then there's like the typical fucking Metal Gear thing where it just goes call? to like a Kodak phone yeah. call, huh. where it's Gruen telling Chris that he fucked up. Yes, Mister President. Yeah, sure. So no one re gets rescued. Everyone's just stuck in detail, and that's the end of the game. That's the story. That's fantastic. Of Metal Gear Survive. The plan worked perfectly. Sir. Well, one of the, the the reveals to midway through the game is that Detay is just Earth in the future. Oh well, that's at the end. He was like, "Oh yeah, this is just the future." Yeah. So, so after the nanomachines. Okay. There's, so there's this time loop where the Lord of Dust just keeps 
destroying Earth and then sending itself back in time to destroy Earth over again and just this constant loop of Earth being destroyed by the Lord of Dust. So I got this this huh. vibe from early on when you first get to to Detay and there's this shot of I guess one of the um uh, what do they call it like one of the bases that's normally in water like the big orange uh, yeah control. I thought they were, yeah. so I didn't play the whole Metal Gear series but I thought they were referencing Metal Gear Two the end of Metal Gear Two it's, it's similar kind to of, that it's like the same kind of facility yeah yes. yeah okay. in Metal Gear Solid Five that's your home hub you you go everywhere via helicopter and they're they're connected together they're like big oil rigs basically and they're painted all orange like that and yeah. they're, they're, they're like a, there's a research one and there's a combat one and, and you can get in a jeep and you can drive to them and, and do all this stuff basically one of those in the cutscene that you see that's lifted straight from ground zeros it gets destroyed and then when you reach detail it's like in sand and they do this panning shot of it and i was like oh that kind of that kind of reminds me of um Planet of the Apes. For whatever reason, it made me think of Planet of the Apes, like when he sees the Statue of Liberty, and he's like, "You blew it up, you maniacs!" Because it's just Earth in the future. So, I don't know why. I really, I mean, I guess that's what they were going for with that shot. Because I didn't get to the part of the game where they do the time travel reveal, but I still had that thought when I when I saw that. I was like, "Oh, it's kind of like you blew it up, you maniacs!" You were ahead of the curve. I honestly, apparently. I honestly was rolling my eyes throughout the entire game that I missed, uh, I think, references like that. Maybe. I was just like, oh, fuck it. Let's just do this. Maybe I'm just crazy. I, I, I don't know. But they, right. they could have been aiming for that, though. It's, yeah. It, uh, it's totally, it just seems like a really totally, weird coincidence. Yeah. So does anyone else have anything to t- talk about the story? I think it was fucking stupid. That's well, it. I hate that the codec calls were like fucking flashcards. It's like, oh, here we're going to have a cutscene. Here we're going to have footage of surveillance like a camera recording surveillance footage like in the very beginning and they're just like talking I was like I think they're trying to go for what oh, they had they, in, yeah. they, in Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. it, like the precursor or the, the, the early files before you play Metal Gear Solid you can watch the, the VHS tapes of like yeah. Snake being um, briefed like deb- debriefed yeah right I think that's what they were going for because it was like you'd see the you'd see the TV have like a, a panning uh, scroll and they, their position would change and then you get a full blown cutscene which I thought it was hilarious that they were putting bodies in caskets and dumping, and then caskets dumping them in into the ocean. the ocean. It's not how that Made works. No sense. It's not how that works. Made it's just no like sense. all these caskets and they're just bloop, bloop, floating. Like they're it's wasting stupid. so much material. Okay, now let's give you some story. Here, Here's a, a codec or just a session where everyone's talking and your dialogue, the person that's saying it is on like a flashcard that just is transparent and keeps flipping. Oh, it's so dumb. It's, it's so it's stupid. so dumb. I mean, it might be a little bit better than cassette tapes because I listened to every cassette tape in Metal Gear Solid Five, and I wish I didn't. But it's it was just stupid and lazy, in my opinion. I, I think I'm just going to nitpick at the story now. Well, one thing that kind of drove me nuts was how, how unrealistic these characters were in the world. Like, they're this kind of ties into the um, the voiceover, I guess, a little bit as well. But like the the lines just seemed so fake and ungenuine, and I like the dialogue. Yeah, it, it just was it, it just seems so weird. And that this how everybody loved Virgil, and they were like, "No, you can't stay here because you're like one of us." And yeah, like they you can't like this heart talking trash it's a can fucking computer. It is. It's a motherfucking computer. Let it serve its fucking purpose. Oh, it's like everybody had this like love. For yeah, the machine. Like, oh my it's god, a- you're a giant round orb that looks like fucking uh, a suppository. No. A little bit. <laughs> no. A little bit. What? How? 
Hal. Hal Looks like uh, Hal. But yeah, it just it took me out of the moment. Every time they were just like in love with this fucking machine, I thought it was fucking stupid. Every time you turn the game on. Uh, how about it. how about how there's a fucking combat engineer in the fucking game, and there's an eight year old fucking Chris who is crippled, and he knows more about programming and all this shit than the fucking combat engineer that made a fucking Metal Gear. Chris was like. Oh, yeah, I, I can help with, like, the reprogramming of Virgil. Oh, I was scanning Virgil, and I found this fucking crazy yeah, exactly. bullshit. Like, like, it was all, like, such a forced story that didn't flow. It was yeah. like, hey, so, what, like, the two voices or something like that, and then, like, somebody will mention it, and then Chris will be like, oh, yeah, when I was digging through the files, I think I found this file in, like, it was just... But it's an eight-year-old kid! <laughs> but... but <laughs> That's because in the 70s, why does he know how to fucking program a computer? Programming really gave hyped, him a man. way to experience the world that he couldn't. He said that in the dialogue. That's how they prefaced it with, with Reeve. It's like, how did you learn to do that? It gives me another way to experience the world or it's some the shit 70, like that. It's the <laughs> fucking 70s, though. Is like, it the uh, 70s? Alternate, yeah. alternate 70s. Yeah, yeah, when you get plucked out of that, it's the 70s. Is it? Okay, yeah. I didn't I didn't make that correlation. Everything looked like it was in the future. <laughs> you didn't play Ground Zeroes, and you wouldn't know that there's like this pseudo history with technology that's different from our own where things are more advanced he's got he's got like a fucking iPhone in 1974 yeah it's it's, it's stupid it's or 75 I, I just I just I fucking hate how forced this fucking game is oh and the computer's got rockets and it can can it move itself around oh yeah oh yeah yeah you sure. know the story is very forced it doesn't flow at all it's oh, no. just like hard cuts like w within it <laughs> that game couldn't have ended better for what it fucking was where it was just like Ah, oh, we beat the Lord of Dust. Hardcore, hard cut fucking credits. Hardcore Roll. cut credits. <laughs> cut. Like, it was just so fucking bad. All right, let's fucking stab our way into gameplay. Through huh. that fence. Huh. Through the fence. <laughs> gameplay. Because when I think Metal Gear, I think taking a broomstick with a sharpened point and hitting zombies with it. Crystal head zombies. Crystal crystal head zombies. Crystalline. Oh, please, zombies. please. Wanderers. 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 Before we get into it, can I go on my rant with like the identity crisis? Do it. Yeah, because this is where it has it. The gameplay is where it has its go identity for it. Yeah, absolutely. Unleash so, the fury. There's a lot of different aspects in the gameplay of this game that make it feel like different genres altogether. There's this camp building. Which we've seen that in games where it's like a like survival thing, gathering up resources, building the community kind of thing. Like we've seen that in like State of Decay and stuff like that. Sure, boom. That that's one part of the game. But then there's this like survival horror aspect going out into the environment. There's this tower defense. Yep. When you're defending some of these points of interest, a lot of survival games have like a defense kind of thing, like like that too. But yeah, I don't know. It just it just felt like, but none of them hit the note the correct way. And it was like just a little piece of this, a little piece of that. And it just like because they they try to add stealth elements to make it feel like a classic Metal Gear game is what like they're just grabbing pieces from all these different genres and just again throwing it into a blender. But none of them hit their mark, and that's why I, I thought like they were trying to be this, they're trying to be that, but they didn't commit to any one of those. It was just pieces. Could it just no no you're fine, yeah you're fine. yeah couldn't decide on what they wanted to do and couldn't actually follow through on anything and just made it shit shit smoothie it's perfect summary perfect summary of the of the gameplay i think mm -hmm. yeah ab what, absolutely so so here's the thing there are some of those elements in metal gear 5 a lot 
A lot. A lot. Well, I mean, it's based on the same engine. But the but the thing is, Metal Gear Five. The gameplay is, from all accounts that I've heard and stuff like that, the gameplay is fucking incredible in five it's a fun fucking game to play if you if you like to experiment with stuff and really expand on how fucking weird that game can get on a technical level the gameplay is fascinating yes yeah Yeah. so so then you strip away the fun of that and you see the bare bones of that and that's what this is as someone that has played both i mean like I can see tons of potential in Metal Gear Survive. There's tons of potential there. If you strip away the base building and the obtuse fucking wave defense and made it more about, like, oh, go explore the dust. If they didn't make that so fucking restrictive, like, that could be a cool game if they tweak some things, made ammo a little less fucking scarce Mm -hmm. and things like that, like... I, I mean, me personally, I played the entire game with the bow. I did not use melee for anything but the first two chapters. And as soon as I could craft that fucking bow, and I realized that you can shoot an arrow into something, walk over and pick the arrow you actually back retrieve up, it? Yeah, I was like, cool. This, Done. This is it for the rest of the game for me. Infinite yep. arrow. And, and I just, like, it was awesome when you were fighting, like you know, 10 fucking guys in a wave and you're sitting there and you're shooting a bunch of arrows and as soon as they're dead, you run over, grab all the arrows, more guys are coming and you're shooting stuff. Like, that was cool. I had... You actually had some fun. I probably had about 10 minutes of fun playing this game and it was when I was executing at a very high level during a wave thing where I was just... it, It just all clicked. But the moments where they force that clicking into it... I don't think I would have had any of that fun with the melee, the way that they did the melee and stuff. Things were too slow. You could never speed up your actual attacks with, like, two-handed weapons or anything like that. The leveling was really slow and obtuse. Yeah, RPG elements, too, that they they threw in. Yeah, the leveling, and and they really just, they crippled themselves so many times. Making this fucking game, like Chris, like, they, yeah, crisp they crisp themselves, themselves real bad. <laughs> they crisp themselves. And you know, I'm just picturing you having like this Helm's Deep as Legolas m- moment in the Dude, game. It's I like had <laughs> some, <laughs> I had some fucking moments <laughs> that where I felt like fucking Legolas because I was running around with the fucking bow and arrow, like just murdering things, and <laughs> it was it was really fucking cool. Like I I had I think the coolest. Thing, I wish I would have clipped it. There was there was one of the bigger guys in the background, like just charging me, and there was a small guy in the front. And if you got headshots with the arrow, the arrow would pop out, so you didn't have to harvest the body and then pull the arrow out. Yeah, shot it in the head. The arrow bounced at me. I only had one fucking arrow. So you like caught it, (laughs) caught it, drew my bow, and killed the guy in the back. And I I felt like such a badass. MLG. But then I was like, oh, cool. And as soon as that moment was gone, it just, the hollowness of this game just was right there again. Stop with the Dark Souls references. I, wasn't, I didn't like the no, melee combat. No, no, no. Hollow, hollow is a good way to, to describe it's just, this it's, game. It's shallow. And, and, and when, you, when you look at it for the surface and you, you can play on that surface and play at a high level on the surface, it's great. But the second that, that high goes it's like the lowest lows in video game chasing that uh-huh. dragon 
Like I would have liked more from like the uh, the base building. For like for example, you're gathering characters from out in the dust. Why couldn't you put those guys on a turret as like base defense or something like that? Like, yes, yeah, that's a everyone great just, idea. You should work for gone. Konami. <laughs> everyone was just gone the second your base got. Yeah, they're just like cheering you on from the sideline. Like, hey, all of our lives are in danger, but you do this solo. Yeah, they could have had unique combat skills. Yeah, or not, something. Not even like they like they're they're. Assistance could even be like negligible, but just to have them present and maybe take out a few of them for you would have been phenomenal. It's a big yeah. part of five is when you recruit people, they have different characteristics and different strengths and weaknesses, and you can put them on different teams to get a boost to that team. Well, yeah, they kind of did that, but it just it didn't seem to really matter, to be honest. Like you can make the nurse just as effective helping with the base as she would be doing medical shit. It just it felt that way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you're just putting bodies. Pretty into much. these there's slots. No, there's no attributes to any of the NPCs that make them better at any particular thing. Well, there they, you go. It like, describes them, but it's a very vague description. Like, yeah. there's one, it's like, oh, previous, he was a hunter. Okay, then you could put him on, like, the exploration team. Which was a total waste of time. Oh, yeah. Metal, no, I, I never 5, even touched it. In Metal Gear 5, you can have a fucking dog with a knife that takes people out for you. That's fucking amazing, Good D-Dog. puppy. Did you ever use D-Dog? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Like... It has, like, a fucking knife, and it'll take people out for you. Like, that's fucking awesome. Like, that's so fucking there's, cool. There's no lack of creativity there. It, it's, yeah. It's just, this game is, okay, it, like, we're that's, that's NPCs it, to, like, their highest fucking level doing some crazy-ass <laughs> <Exactly>. shit. <laughs> and then, like, and then you just have these fucking nothings. You have these <laughs> fucking nothings in this game. I had the nurse Wait, the wanderers potatoes. or the characters? Everything. Both! <laughs> the wanderers don't even have enough character. They they just like like they're shallow clickers. Yeah, and they have like a like a routine move set too. Yeah, you can easily predict what they're gonna do next. Like yep. this uppercut. Oh, he's running. Kind yeah. of thing. Come like swing his arm this way, and then he's gonna stop for a second if I move. Oh, he's tripping over a rock. Now yep. he's on the ground. Oh, I fell down. <laughs> oh, and stomp, stomp. He's dead. I I will at least say like part of like the exploration I did enjoy like the fact that I could get lost in it. there was once one point last night I was playing and I got lost in the dust like I thought I was heading in the right direction because at least it's not where the whole map is available it's like you go in and you haven't explored it it's like good luck look for a blinky light I couldn't find a blinky light I had no idea where the fuck I was going and no it's luck like, yeah I had no luck oh and then <laughs> sorry I, I hated the fact that you couldn't keep your compass on while what? you were while you were in the dust. You had to get near an enemy oh, for your, your compass to right. pop yeah. back up. And that was my main thing. But also, way too late in the fucking game, they tell you that you can craft beacon flags. So you can drop a fucking flag that has a light on it. You can carry six of them. And you oh, can carry I never them through the them. dust and you have a fucking straight line of lights. You're like, oh, I went this path. Or I'm going to deviate from this. I can get back to my path because I can see five lights. I think that's that, pretty handy. I thought they did have... They had that like kind of earlier in the game when they were telling you like some of the like it it may have been easy to pass up through when they were giving you the step-by-step tutorials i mean that's pretty much it yeah exactly you're probably that. rolling your eyes when yeah that exactly yeah, I just, like oh more tutorials ah missed the flag like yeah it, oh god this fucking game it sounds I, like you really loved it i mean if it, no, if it like, was co-op tower defense with metal gear in all of its glory like that could be fun this game would have been fun to play co-op but the problem is you can't progress co-op in this game. Right. You can only do salvage missions or specific co-op missions, none of which 
other than getting some supplies help your core game. So if you get fucking stuck, you are stuck until you per- until you like overcome. Yeah. Like <laughs> the, the, Yeah, I love to overcome. No, like there's this there's this there's this um That's too much. The, the, <laughs> second, the second to last mission, right? I got stuck on the second to last mission. And I couldn't fucking beat it. It took me fucking forever. I probably spent three hours on the second to last mission. Oof. Couldn't couldn't beat the wave defense. I, d- I did the second to last one. I couldn't do the last one. I was grinding the shit out of it last night. It was frustrating. And it was long. It was really long. How like, long yeah. was it? Like close to an hour to get through the one mission. Yeah, there's there's And it's there's all tower defense. Ten minute waves. And then you have to like run and like, but they're not even yeah. timed waves. You have to kill all the enemies or an X amount of enemies oh, before, I see. yeah, before a ten second timer goes off. So you have to kill all but I think five enemies before the timer will go off. Well, what weapons unless they're big enemies? Point? Everything, <laughs> everything. You have to you, you have to empty your fucking or pockets. Some, yeah. Oh yeah. For like the, they, for they, the end of the game, they give you a couple turrets, but it's not enough. Nope. It's not enough. You're still stabbing. You're throwing grenades. You're throwing molotovs. You're putting landmines. You're still using down. The, the staff, like the. I, I found that the staff. I used that the entire game. I got to tier three oh on that, God. like the blue spear. But like, I had, I had a blue bow and green arrows. That was like my thing. I, I, I was a arrows. fence and spear guy most of the game. Like set up yeah. artificial fence. Which another thing, like I was constantly seeking out iron in the game because I needed it. For fucking everything. Like, almost everything at the base needed mm-hmm. iron. All the fences needed iron. The upgrades needed iron. And it was just like, fuck. I needed aluminum. Aluminum was fucking hard to come by. And I needed them for fucking arrows. Yeah. So, aluminum. like, I would spend extra time, like, just, like, making sure I get all my fucking arrows back. Yeah. And, like, I was like, cool, I might time out on this, but I need these fucking arrows more than I need to, like... Make sure that I'm definitely there I, with a good amount of time left. Like I was like, "Fuck this!" Like I, I can't. Like, Do you have like a max quiver? So yeah, yeah I, I could carry sixty arrows by the end of the th- game. Wow. This is how they yeah. add time to the game because in between each mission, you need to typically resupply. Yeah. So you need to go spend maybe like thirty minutes just going out and finding more materials before you can jump into the next mission. There's a fun fact that I figured out about the game way too late, which I'm bummed about. Once every 24 hours, all of the boxes, except not like the containers, but like the boxes and all of the items and stuff, resupplied all the transporters. So once a day, you can go into all the transporters and re-get all that stuff. I wish I would have known that not the last fucking day that I was playing the game. Yeah. They also send you packages in yeah, your Yeah, the daily login bonuses. That's how I managed to get away from eating for the rest of the game. Like, I had enough rations to get me through the rest of the game mm. and enough clean water, but... Yeah, you were telling me about oh, that, like, right wow. before. It's like, when it came to food source, like, gerbils were, like, the main thing. <laughs> yeah, I hate gerbils everywhere. so much. It's like, Morgan was saying, it's like, what the fuck did you just pick up? I'm like, gerbils oh, gerbils, stew. I'm going to eat that. <laughs> Put one up my I'm butt. Gonna, I'm going to call me gear. and eat it. Am I having that eat it? Richard uh, Gear dream again? <laughs> Richard <laughs> Metal Gear. Now, I want to oh. say the first, like, seven hours playtime of this game, finding clean water is excruciating. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because you can't boil it yet. No, until you get the the campfire with the uh, with the bucket, bu- yeah, with the pot. bucket. Like, yeah. And there's so many pails you pick up out in the field. Oh, yeah. you hate that oh, word. I fucking hate that word. <laughs> Not proper, bucket. It's a proper p- word for this proper game. <laughs> so you, mean, you can't you can't bear grills it and just like you know drink you, like your you can you'll get sick. <laughs> oh, but you need to get the equipment to build the campfire with with the hanging bucket on it. 
chapter seven even, is even, when you even, unlock yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. Even There's though, 20 chapters in the game. Even though you pick up buckets out there, for some reason you can't use them to craft that fire. No. Like... No. They were going to patch that, but nobody's playing it, so... You needed to find, like, the schematic to build that specific campfire, because they, they don't know, like... <laughs> I don't know how to... What, what, what I put rocks to... in a circle and then throw sticks and light a match. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like Robin Williams for a second. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Maybe they didn't know how to build fires with buckets back in the 70s. No. It's like, it's a, <laughs> but it's they a can make an AI con- that's yeah. rocket-controlled. Yeah, it's, it's a modern concept. They were too worried about their eye droid, which I'm, I gotta say, that fucking pisses me off. You want me to, you want to go back to the mubbers that we talked about before? The eye droid. About calling anything with fucking eye. Stop putting eye in front of every... In, is that what it was the, called? The it, was like, it was like the iDroid. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's no, between an iPhone pick, and they, an Android. It's an iDroid. Yeah, they Shut didn't the want to pick up. favorites, so they did iDroid and stupid. then made it look like neither of them. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a fucking oversized Blackberry. Fuck you. Sorry. The iBerry. Are we, are we good on gameplay? Yes. I, oh, I, no. Let's talk about one more thing. Okay. <laughs> Opening the boxes out in the field. <laughs> the container. So there's this, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's a stealth mechanic in the game where if you find this... um almost like a stash of supplies. If you want to covertly open this box, you have to play this little mini game where you hold R2 to move this dial. And then there's this... um, It's like a little radius. Yeah, it's like like a 20-degree arc that goes over the dial, and you have to keep your dial within that arc as it moves. And you have to move the dial 180 degrees. Yeah, a half circle. You have to do a full half circle with it. But if you fuck up... Then you have to come to a screeching halt and literally, literally screeches. And then it screeches and alerts anything around you. It's just a box. And, and here's the problem. If you <laughs> let you. go, it resets the whole thing. Yep. yep. But if, nope. you, if you progress the, the container to 80% open, but you know there's an enemy coming up on you, you got to stop and then start the whole Towards thing. the end of the game, I would just chuck three grenades at the box and blow it up and just run over and grab the shit and run. Three whole grenades. Yes. Wow. It took three frag grenades. 1,200 damage to 2,600 damage. Yeah. 1,200 damage because they were they were armored containers. But, like, it's, fuck it's, this game. Yeah. Like, fuck this game. Fuck it. Not to mention the actual sound for, like, once you get outside of the arc. And the screeching, screeching was terrible. Like, I it literally, was real screeching. I had to <laughs> yeah. turn down my TV to, like, one or two because it's just... And but for like twenty seconds, constantly, I'm like, "Oh the fuck, why?" Yeah, it's, it's the worst. It's an awful mini game. It really I got, is. I got better at it towards the end, but even the hard ones, dude. It just like, all right, we're going for a little bit. I got you. Like, yeah. like that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I was like, that's it. They do that false start move with the, the arc to it's get like, you to we're yeah. just going, 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 going. Yeah, because it will, it will change the speed of that little light arc that you have to stay in to make it you know even more fun. Though I will say at least one other part of gameplay that I did enjoy is when you stealth killed one of the uh, the wanders and you can just fucking wormhole him out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. The, oh, the, the, the animals? Or like, like that... <laughs> you could just like take them down and it's just like... It's like you can Fulton. You can Fulton in the game, but you send him through wormholes. Oh, you you can do that in, oh, in Metal Gear Solid Five did, at the end game as well. But okay, did you do that to a sheep? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's what? talk about this real quick. So oh, no. one of the the the, the base uh, things you could set up is like a cage. So you, like you need to create resource development. So you um, yeah, because you do your little gardens. You can have like a goat cage. Yeah, you have a goat cage. So <laughs> so. This I had to look this up too. Um, so basically, you have to teleport a sheep back to the camp or a ram or whatever the fuck you find out in the wild. 
you can't stab it because then you kill it and then you harvest it for the meat. Yeah. So what you have to do is punch the sheep until what? it goes unconscious. And, what? And then... And then you use that Fulton, Fulton thing. The anim- I wish I would have saved this fucking clip. Because it... it <laughs> like it's, it pro- does the, it's, it's probably the same one from... It from, does. It's like the portal above the sheep yep. and you see it going... Like <laughs> through this portal. Yeah. It is hilarious. Oh, so... so uh, you can do that the- with just about any animal in five... <laughs> One of, yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, things that I didn't discover until the last mission of the game is there's a balloon trap where it sits. I and saw. And somebody runs it. to it, it'll just be like, and it'll hit them with a the balloon, and they'll just float in the air. I did that to. I, I set six of those down, and I put, towards a wave at the end of the game, and there was like I had probably a good thirty balloons in the air with all these different things like bomber <laughs> bombers and shit, and I'm like. Oh, I got this. I started like hitting the bomber as quick as I could to get it to explode, and everything dropped and it exploded, and just fucking wanderers everywhere. They just exploded. <laughs> That's awesome. And just, there were body parts, and you clipped that. Broke it, huh? You clipped that? No, I didn't clip it. <sighs> do, I never, do they eventually I break out of anything. the balloons? Yeah, they eventually fall down from the balloons, but okay. then they have to crawl. Because okay. the wanderers like never get back up unless they get an arc yeah. to stand back up. Yeah, they, they I, I pull really Chris and they struggled on that legs. last mission. And the waves, there would be probably like 100, 150 enemies on the screen sometimes. Yeah, it was nuts. Hmm. It was nuts. You really had to like be on point about like, oh, you have to hit your mortars. And then you have to like be really selective with when you use your heavy machine guns. Yeah, and, and you typically like use it to take down the bombers near a group so they blow up and take out part of the it was just See, I did I did that I did the opposite for that. Um I would take out all the little guys with all of the machine guns and then I'd actually run out cuz the bombers were the last phase before the next wave. Mm-hmm. I'd run out and just backstab all of the bombers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do that. They, yeah, they the crystals on the back are the weak last spot. big enemy that you can take out. By single shotting them, really? Yep. Wow. That's the, the, the jumping guys are the worst. Yes. the uh, The mortar guys are bad, or the motor guys are bad too. The ones that shoot. Yeah. They they can do they can do literally a fucking machine gun blast out of their hand, or they can do a shotgun blast if you're close, or they can shoot a fucking mortar at you. If and, you're, and you're playing with the a spear. Yeah. 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 Or or <laughs> they can hit, they can hit you and do 75% of your health. Jesus. Melee. Fuck that. And if you try to run up and backstab one of them, you get hit. Mhm. They just like they're just like nope, punch. I did find sometimes there were enemies that were like way above like your level from from where you were. Like I think I tried to I tried to stealth attack even just one of the wanderers and this was when I was at like level 12 or 13 wandering in the dust and it was like level 22 i'm like oh i think you i probably little, ventured way off i, I think i went a little yeah. too far <laughs> oops i did like the little walking gears though that was kind of cool when you first yeah, find walking it. gear yeah. was cool that, that was that was one of the cool moments. and the, the game should have been like that though. it could have like, been the game could like man if there were more walking gears and less bullshit in this game like it would have been better it would have been better uh, the last thing i want to touch on like when you're in the dust i know we touched on it earlier but managing your hunger, your thirst, and your oxygen levels was the worst. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The worst. Pain in the dick. Because you have to go in a menu that you can't even pause the game to take care of some of this shit. So you have to be, like, you have to quick. be safe. You have to be quick in the menu as oh, well. Oh, did you ever run out of oxygen? Did you ever just happen to see what happens when you run out of oxygen? You no. get dusted. It fucking sucks. So instantly, you're at almost red stamina. 
So you can barely move. You're like, oh, oh. And then you just start ticking down 200 health every second until you're dead. Fuck. It's 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 such a terrible... Mm. Fuck this game. It makes you <laughs> want to play Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes. Yeah. Like, I want to play Metal Gear Five just to, like, redeem that, like... That Cleanse engine. Your palate and, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's wormhole our way into graphics. <laughs> <laughs> let's fold. <laughs> <laughs> Graphics. I think the game looks like a worse version than Metal Gear 5. If you've seen Metal Gear 5, the facial animations and the cutscene graphics are worse. I I think the landscapes are still beautiful because they don't think they touched those much. Yeah, it um, seemed that way. And even even some of the weapons looked like identical from, from 5. Yeah, I think the weapons look great. I think uh, your character model looks pretty good when you're all geared up and you can't actually see like the base facial model they had the same facial models as five as well yeah because i chose the same one that i picked from from five because it was very distinct and i remember it's the guy who's all scarred up but yeah like graphically i think they're pretty bad except for your character model the wanderers some of the design is interesting but i i think the design of everything but the standard wanderer is interesting i thought they looked kind of cool fun fact sorry i didn't mention this in game development what I think it was one of the art directors who designed like Pyramid Head designed the Wanderers in this game. No shit. Makes sense. Hmm. I remember reading something like that. It makes sense. It shows they all have kind of pyramid like heads too. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I think the character model there the the enemy models were all right. I mean, it's it's the same three base models for every single Wanderer in there. There's no variation. It's either a shirtless dude, shirted dude, or armored dude. I missed the naked ones. Armor. Oh, sorry. Did I say shirt? No, I said shirtless dude. No, I mean like fully naked. Crystal dick and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, the that, weak spot. That must have been that week. DLC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little... <laughs> little red nub (laughs) dick lighted crystal (laughs) i was curious yoji shinkawa was not involved at all for this game he's the the main guy that does the art for the metal gear series oh makes sense i I could see that the lure of dust was a kind of cool concept but it ended up just kind of being a giant worm it looked too wonky yeah it looked really fucking weird it looked like a roller coaster it looked like a walking roller coaster Mm. I, i agree with most of the points you said i i actually wasn't impressed with the environments too much it just looked like something was lacking like i I get like it went for that barren look and they nailed that but there was something about it that just was too bland to me it just a lot of it was was wide open spaces it was repetitive too it was like the same thing over and over when you were out like in the environment especially in the dust areas yeah well it was just dark and gray like that's 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 where you spent most of your game and it just like it it wears on the eyes after a while it just it's not appealing at all but there's like one or two like ruins that I didn't like mine so much. There should have been more of that. I, to I be, did. To yeah. be honest, it's I, I. It's basically like its own. It's like its own little standalone dungeon. Obviously, you have like objectives you have to do in it. But I like those because that it broke up the the usual monotony of just hey, I'm in an open environment of dust. Oh look, there's like a broken down building that really serves no purpose other than maybe having a container. But then once you actually got to go into either it was like the um like the ship where you had to go yeah. through the door or there was uh, the one ruin where it was all like a dark black and like lighted fluorescent blue light around. I thought that was kind of neat. Like it's, but probably only because it's the only thing that's different in, 
anything that I saw in the game. When you aren't given an objective in this game, when you aren't going to look for something, because they point you towards those ruins. Yeah. They're they're pretty scarce otherwise. I found two spots that I thought were kind of cool that weren't on the beaten path, and that was it. When you're not on an objective on this game, it is just devoid of anything. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very barren. Like it's just, it's a barren game. So the the characters that you bring back to your camp, they're a lot of them are randomly generated characters. Did Re- you not? Did you do can any recruit. Of those? Yeah. yeah. Like who, the, yeah. who else did you get? I had, I had like twelve characters. I had, oh wow! This one guy who was called the, like Dire something, and he was that was like my hunter dude. He was just random. They would come up as um. Uh, like green circles. Yeah, as green like circles are distress, distress signals. signals. Oh, yeah. I didn't do any of that. Oh, I literally I, had the solo people, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, well, I gathered a bunch of people. Like, my camp was actually getting pretty big, and that's why I needed to get all these extra food resources. I, I was building up my camp. You didn't talk about your camp experience. Oh, yeah. In gameplay. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll do that in my wrap up. (laughs) (laughs) So, I did a lot of these distress signal side missions, and you usually get those from the characters in your camp. Like Miranda or Reeve would hand them out. You just, you see this little exclamation point next to them. On a file, yeah. Yeah. um, And they're a pain in the ass missions, too, because if you carry them through the dust, their health starts ticking down. So, you have to be quick about it, but you can't attack anything while carrying them. And you run out of stamina extremely quick. Oh, my God. That's the worst. And if, like, one wanderer hits them, they, like, die, like, immediately. <laughs> just, um, but a lot of them are randomly generated characters with, like, really stupid names. Like Bear Claw and... and, and you're not... Yeah. And, and, there's some, like, like, nut. and, like, Howling Jackal and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, <laughs> those are lifted from Metal Gear Solid Five. Okay. I had like, the, everything the code else. Names. Yeah, they're the code all names. code names, yeah. The, the random generation was just off. Yeah. It was, it was off. Needed more random. We could choose from... One to ten. Three, three, three. Fuck. Go ahead, random number generator. Three. <laughs> yeah. I'll take a three. <laughs> and another three. <laughs> another one. Give it a four. Three. three. <laughs> <laughs> Two fives back to back and a three. So that added actually quite a bit of time to my game because I had to build the base because of the extra characters. Clark was I, just feeding himself. See, see, here's the thing. I beat the game and didn't do all that. <laughs> <laughs> He was one man army like, Legolas. I literally every single person that you saw in the cutscenes were the only people that I had in the fucking <laughs> thing. Fair like, enough. do I need to do that? Were nope. they added to the cutscenes? Were your twelve people in the cutscenes? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> it's no so payoff. It's literally worthless. <laughs> no yeah. payoff. You don't see like a group of them just run to the. No, no, no. It was. It's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Metal Gear worthless. <laughs> I think that covers looks for me. All right, let's get into sound design. Music. Theft. Blatant theft. All the sound effects are from previous Metal Gear games, and there's well, like the, nothing the new. the roaring and stuff like that wasn't. Well, okay, maybe the, the sound of a zombie, but like menus and everything, I, I felt... I felt it felt wrong. It felt I felt dirty again. Like when I bought it, it, it didn't feel right to be playing this game with those sound effects uh, and clicks and everything. You know the alert sound that Metal Gear is known for. Yeah. Yeah. That did not sound right in this game. Yeah, it wasn't the same alert sound. Well, okay. Which I thought was I was like, what the fuck? Well, I didn't mean it that. It just didn't feel appropriate for this game as well. Yeah, it's because the enemies don't have eyes. Uh, <laughs> a little cone. They they're not you. hills. They sense you. You're moving around. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they oh, said they can the see you, though. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, God. I, 
<laughs> sound. Let's just talk about the sound. They can, they can see with nanomachines. They can't die. <laughs> no, no, Dark I just Earth. don't think that sound effect should have been in this game. Oh, okay, it didn't fine. feel like a Metal Gear game. Well, there you go. Gotcha. No, it did not. <laughs> it did not. That's, that's, that's kind of what I was going for. Okay. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. <sighs> Larry yeah. Fishburne. I mean, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought his voice acting was abysmal in this game, and that's partly because of the writing. Because I do like him as an actor. I just did not like him you, in this. You like who as an actor? Lawrence Fishburne. It's not actually him. No, his voice, though. That's not him. What do you mean? I'm just saying I thought he kind of looked like his character model was designed after Lawrence Fishburne. He's not actually in the game. No, I think... Not, are you sure? Yeah, no, that's not Lawrence There's no Fishburne. way. There's no. no way that's Lawrence Fishburne. Come on. No, I'm, I'm serious. Fucking, I'm, looking. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm just saying I was like, wow, that guy is basically Lawrence Fishburne. No, I swear that was his voice. <sighs> no. Lawrence? Did, there, did I say Lawrence? 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 <laughs> Fisher burn. Some of the some of the voice actors are like Konami regulars because some of them sounded familiar. Like they probably were in Metal Gear Solid Five. Again, no big names, nothing stand out. So we looked it up, and Lawrence Fishburne is not in this video game. Harry, thanks. <laughs> He's too busy. Did, did you like on that? the Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's too busy trying to save the world. Yeah. <laughs> Harry forgot to I can turn only the show handle. you the nano machines. <laughs> you have to inject them. Harry took the blue pill. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to say that the opening, the opening, like when you first hear the music for the game in the menu before you hit, like you know, start. Um, it's like knockoff Harry Gregson Williams, and it's very distinct. I was like, wow, this is the most. We're trying to be Metal Gear, but we are not Metal Gear. No. When you when you first hear it. I mean, I guess what else could they go for? They're going in the same genre ish, but yeah, it just to me right. I was like, I, Wow, there I, it is. I don't know if we're talking about like the same song, but like typically when you came out of the dusk and you were heading back to your base camp, yeah. You'd hear this like military fanfare, like light trumpet type song. Oh. Awful. It's awful song. And it just I don't know if it's because I hated this game so much <laughs> that every time that song played it would remind me of this game or or if it was just truly a bad song, but it just... A both. Porque <laughs> no los dos. A, a, a both. Ah, but I just like, I almost got like a sick feeling to my stomach every time I heard this song. Just, just like, Trumpet like, solos forever are ruined for Harry. But but it sounded like something you'd hear at like a military funeral almost. She played taps when you get out of, <laughs> <laughs> you get out of the dust. <laughs> <laughs> Press F for respect. This game sucks. This game sucks. This game sucks. And it sucks. And now that my ears are bleeding. (laughs) Sorry for that, guys. (laughs) Sucks so much. Jesus. You're welcome. Hallelujah. Let's move into final thoughts. Final thoughts. I'll go first. Boo! <laughs> I'll go second. Boo! No. I'll go third. Shame. <laughs> Shame. What? One word. You get one word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's Larry. move into the grades. No, 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 no. I got to talk about my experience with the camp. No, Larry you, goes you, to camp. I, I didn't get this in in gameplay. It has to go down. The, right. the other thing I want to say, I did mention or did mean to mention this in story. Miranda did have a line. I have a quote written here. And it's just hair. I got a written hair. I got a quote written here. I got a quote and it's right hair. You wrote it with hair? What? I don't understand. Oh, the page is Who's blank. hair is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's just really greasy <laughs> it's all this smudge <laughs> so anyway she said 
And this is when they're talking about going through the portal the first time. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first time. Something that she said. I want to come back someday. Uh-huh. I want to, uh, or what did she say? I want to cure survivors. If you escape this place, another dimension, which they've all realized at this point, would you ever want to go back? No, I don't want to go back to the fucking game and live in the <laughs> fucking Earth. That dimension. Welcome that to dimension. Earth. I don't want to go back to GameStop and hand it in. All right, so let me let me talk about my base camp experience. So like I was explaining earlier, I spent a lot of time building up this camp. You loved your base. I didn't love it, but... You wanted to manage your team. I, I did put quite a bit of time into it. <laughs> And this is why the game hates you. So there's this mission when uh, Clark was explaining like the the gist of the story. What was his name? Seth takes Chris back to Mother yes, Base. Yes, Seth teleports back to Mother Base with Chris. And you find out that he's one of these uh, wanderers. And he turns into that creature. <laughs> you fight him in the base. Now, I was a little under-equipped, I want to say, at this point in the game. I was using the spear and I had a couple grenades. And that's how I had to take him down. Um, but meanwhile, while you're fighting him in the base... He's not just randomly or randomly destroying shit as he's trying to shoot at you. He's pausing mid-battle to destroy facilities in your base. <laughs> what a dick. Literally, I walked away from that fight with only a few pieces of fence and like one of the 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 resource sharing stands. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Do you mean like like he stops and oh, something, yeah, he something almost like just disappear on the base. No, no, no it's no, almost he like, it. He, like oh, he attacks it. Yeah, okay. he like attacks okay. it. He almost like has this. He does like, these like AOE like ground uh, pound things. That yeah, but he'll like up. take his full attention away from you. Almost do this like look over his shoulder and snicker at you, and then like destroy that part <laughs> of the facility. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Oh jeez! Now you can't make weapons. Yeah. So Clark had the smart move of fighting him away from the base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like, I was like, yeah, I, this isn't gonna happen. I hopped one of my fences and ran. He took down the fence and he came after me, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna burn you to death out here. But no, he literally destroyed all of my base except a few pieces of fence and like one resource sharing stand. Wow. Did he, how many of your NPCs did he kill? He didn't. They were nowhere to be found, like usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They're not there. I see not in the cutscenes, and they're not I on the base. That. But I don't know. It's just like I, I realize how much this game hates you when like like 90% of the game up to this point is just building this elaborate base and getting all these resources and like spending so much time fucking doing all this. And then <laughs> in one like 10 minute boss fight, your whole thing is just wiped clean. Done. Thanks for purchasing. Yeah. Scores. All right. Let's let's move into final scores. Final scores. Final scores. Final scores. Oh, wait. No, let's move into the score. Your final score. The score. I'll go first. Uh, just going to keep this short and sweet. I'll give it an E. For everyone? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone should avoid this. Game. Everyone yeah. should avoid. Nice save. All right, yeah. Ralph, what do you got? Bash. Bash. Sprinkle a little dust. Bash some more. I'm going to call you Bam Bam. Sure. Bam. Um, I'm going to say that mine is avoid. Like avoid. Just, just avoid this game. Uh, it's not. It's not a buy it. It's not. Don't get it on sale. It's not worth it. Completely avoid this game. It's not even fun to pick up and play for a little bit. If anyone's interested, I've got a copy that I will throw at you. Yeah, you want one, Bob? For, you want one for free? Uh, I mean, uh, anybody? Anyway, anyone listening? <laughs> I'm going to give this game a 2.5 out of 10, which ties with The Lion King. Oh, 
So wow. are these your two lowest rated games? No, no. I have I have lower ones. Do you have a one? What are, what are some of your lower ones? I'm uh, curious. Duck Dynasty is a two. Wamble? You thought this was better than Duck Dynasty? I thought you said you had more o- fun. Overall, I think it's better than Duck Dynasty. It looks better than Duck Dynasty. That's, That's only because you got to it. build the camp before it was destroyed. Farming Simulator 15 was a two. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rambo the video game was a 1.5. But we had so much fun playing what was that game. your lowest rated game? I, I haven't updated it since Duck Dynasty. I'll have to get back on that. So mm. I think that's your lowest rated game, though, then. Rainbow. Rainbow? Rainbow. I don't know. I thought there was one. I thought I gave a one to something at some point. I think you may have given a one at some point. Which one could it be? All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for this tale of wormholes and time lapses and uh, bullshit. Thanks for uh, nothing, sh- Bob. Sh- shit smoothies. No, thanks. don't say thanks for nothing because you're going to no. fire him up. Bob, yeah, cut Bob. all that. Try harder, Bob. Oh, <laughs> <God>. no. No. <laughs> cut that too. No. Yeah, uh, cut that. <laughs> Even though we have the feelings of the way we do, yeah, still, thank you, Bob. You've already yeah. given me some games, Bob, Bob so we, I'll consider. Bob, we really appreciate all your donations to the podcast. And so far, you've had one gem and two turds that you've had us play, so... Do your worst. No, oh, no. Cut that. Oh, cut shit. that. I'm not cutting anything. I'm not invoking the wrath of Bob. No, I think as a general disclaimer to our audience, though, if you like what you heard and you got to hear our review on a game submitted by a Patreon donor, check out our Patreon page if you'd like us to, to uh, review a game you had an interest in. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see you next week. Well, no. if he's going to, uh, yeah, I'm just right, saying, like the next game that. that's going to come out is a little project I've been working on for a while, and it will be the great guys. Shame on you, Konami. Shame. Try Shame. Kojima Productions for life. Kojima for life. Yes. Sure. Kojima or nothing. I got to get that tattoo Stay of sexy. his face touched up. Stay sexy, guys. Love you guys. Game over. Game over. Game over. Game over. Game over. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Stay up to date on our Facebook at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast. To my left, I have Harry. Wish I would have taken the blue pill.